Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Notes Magoats podcast. I am Brandon, and I'm Steve. How's it going, bud? Dude, I'm doing good. We had uh, we had our last week of kids friendly week, so this week I can actually swear a little bit, which is good because we're doing hip hop today. We are doing hip hop today, Steve. It's um, a good, there is it's still a... words I can't say, but I can say a lot more than there's I can a say lot last more. Week. Your vocabulary has definitely expanded a little bit more this week, for good or bad. I'm not we'll really find sure. Out. Which we'll yet. find out. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, Steve, let's get let's jump right into it, man. This is our second of I think four that we're doing this second year. Second of four, yes. Second yep, of four doing, that we're, doing, we're four. doing this year. Uh, we got we got one, we'll... two. We got we got two that are um in the grunge area, yeah. rock grunge. One R and B, one hip hop. Absolutely. We so need Steve, Allison Chains to start us off. So, so Steve, uh, if people can't read or know who the artist is that we're talking about. Uh, what are we talking about today? Man, we are going to bring out potentially one of the biggest hip-hop stars of all time. Okay. And we're going to go with with Hova, with Jay-Z. Yeah, we are. Jigga. So this is not mm-hmm. the first time we talked about Jay-Z. Nope. We talked about him with uh, with one of our guests from the, this month actually he'll be back this month he will be david steve doing an interesting um, album yeah interesting concept here we got another top three bottom two situation going on mm-hmm. um but we talked about lincoln park and jay-z's collision course album their ep yeah that was six songs three from jay-z three from lincoln park that they kind of collaborated on maybe the very best ep of all time oh for sure um for definitely for our age group, six songs of just damn near perfection. Yep. Um, but today we're doing a straight up Jay Z song or Jay Z album, which is kind of a best, kind of a greatest hits esque, but not I really because it came out it came out early two thousands. So this isn't even all of his stuff. This is no. This is like when this he was is... still rising. Right. Um. But uh, Jay Z. Yes, yes, it is pre Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Corey Carter, you wouldn't know it. Sounds sounds like a white dude. Just saying right now, that is that is the most white dude hip hop name. Is it S E A N though? No. Oh, okay. It's S H. It's not. Oh. It's not Sean like it should be spelled. It's it's Sean. Yeah. Um, with a W. Um, Corey Carter. It's just a. It's such a white name. That sounds like remember. a. That sounds like a. I'm I'm happy with Jay Z because you know, he's got no street cred. I was gonna say that's basically two halves of very popular characters from Boy Meets World. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. worst his name was Kyle, but I mean it's pretty close. It's like one <laughs> step below Kyle. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> it is. I'm just saying. They caught me off guard. They call me Kyle Carter. It's just. It is. It's. I'm sorry. Oh, that's um, funny. So he's an American rapper, producer, Beyonce's cheating husband, and entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Um, active since 1986. Did not know he was that old, but he is that old. Um is he really? Yes, he's that he's 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 in his fifties. Oh my gosh. 
Um, he's regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time and responsible for the emergence of Kanye when he was still Kanye, mm-hmm. um, Rihanna, J. Cole, and others. So he 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 gave us two huge heavy hitters with Kanye yeah. and Rihanna. Yeah. Um, one is still a heavy hitter, and one is just yay. Um, yay, yay. He's born and raised in New York City. Started Rockefeller Records in 1995 and released his debut album in 1996. Um. Became the first hip hop billionaire in 2019. Um, started a clothing line Rockaware in 1999. Founded a sports club slash restaurant chain called the 4040 Club in 2003. Started Rock Nation Sports Entertainment Agency in 2008. Acquired the tech company Aspiro in 2015 and took control of the music service, music streaming service title. Hmm. Still a thing, actually. Hmm. Um, he did actually launch his own cannabis line called Monogram in 2020. Okay. As of 2023, he has a net worth of $2.5 billion. Wow. Making him the wealthiest musical artist in the world. Wow. He has sold over 140 million albums. And I found this to be interesting. He briefly went to high school at the same time with the Notorious B.I.G. and Buster Rhymes. Oh. All three at the same high school at one point. Wow. I mean, you got to think of all the artists that were in New York uh, that came out of New York and how they intermingled. Yeah. Yeah. The street, the, the, yeah, the scene with, with going back and forth, the battle scene in New York had to been ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure. Um, your old your old buddy RZA was in that above that as well. Yeah, yeah. Never gonna lie, Zaga. Um, so he's got 13 albums, 12 number ones. Wow. And not number one in the hip hop chart. Number ones. 12 of them were number ones. <clears throat> wow. Five collaboration albums. Two of them with Bob Kelly. Mm. Yep. He did two albums with Bobo. He did one with Kanye. And the EP with... uh, He did an EP with Linkin Park and then one collaboration with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got three... Um, I think three of those collaborations went number one as well. Um, Two live albums. This is one of them. Um, 577 total award nominations with 266 wins. Wow. 24 Grammy wins with 87 nominations. He's tied with Kanye for the most wins by hip hop artists right now. Oh man. So in grand scheme of things, this dude is is responsible for over 40 and over probably over 50 Grammy wins. You think of Kanye and Rihanna and everybody else that's gotten him and he kind of brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Craziness. To mix with Beyonce is over like 30 Grammys, isn't she? She just yeah. set the record. So, I mean, there's a lot of Grammys in, in the uh, in the Carter household. Mm-hmm. They have a whole house just for albums. Right. Just for awards. Um, He has a record for the most number one albums on Billboard by a solo artist at 14. So far, he's got that record. I'm guessing that either Gaga or Taylor are going to break it eventually. Probably, yeah. Uh, maybe both of them will at some point. 
He was the first rapper to be inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, hmm. the first living rapper to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then I have to get into a little bit of the dirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 1999, I actually thought this is pretty funny. Um, in 1999, Jay did get into a bit of trouble uh, when he suspected record producers, a uh, record producer Lance Riviera was behind a bootleg of the release of Volume Three of the of the Blueprint Volume Three. Um, mm. Jay's friends created a commotion during a record release party for the rapper Q-Tip, and Jay allegedly, to put allegedly in quotes here, stabbed the producer in the stomach. He originally pled not guilty, but in January of 2000. He did plead guilty to third-degree assault and got three years probation, but maintained his innocence of the stabbing. Wow. So, we all know he stabbed that guy. Oh, for sure. The 90s are rough, just saying right now. Wow. Everybody thinks Jay-Z is this family man with bad hair who cheated on Beyonce, but he actually is gangster. Just a little bit. Full-blown. Yeah. But he ain't doing that shit now. He's worth two and a half billion dollars. He fucking he's got he's got guys around him that'll do it for him. He can just talk to Kanye. Um, he'll probably do it. Um, so how many Spotify listeners do you think Jay Z's pulling right now? Oh man, I will say forty eight point two million. Forty eight point two. You're not. You're you're over. You're high, but not too bad. Thirty six point four. Okay, I was at least pushing the, you know, the yeah. bigger number. When I I did this review about two weeks ago, and he already gained about eight hundred thousand since the last time I did a review. Oh no, six hundred thousand. He's thirty five point eight when I checked the last time. So, all right. Dang. Um. Now Jay Z unplugged. It's released December eighteenth, two thousand and one. Recorded November eighteenth, two thousand one, at the MTV Studios in New York City. I'm just going to put that out there. This is recorded two months after the mm-hmm. towers fell. Mm-hmm. It's 13 tracks, 58 minutes long. Uh, the album does feature uh, Mary J. Blige and Pharrell Williams is on this as well. They do help with a couple of tracks. Uh, Jay was supported by The Roots as his backing band. He did it before Fallon. Okay. Um, and it was certified gold with over six hundred thousand albums sold. It reached number twenty on the Billboard charts. All of the tracks were produced by Quest Love from the Roots, except for People Talking, which is produced by Ski, a North Carolina rapper, uh hip hop hip hop producer. Um, and that's the very last part of the very last track on the album. Um is there, but um Questlove basically produced the whole thing mm-hmm. while also drumming in the roots. Wow. Cause, yeah. Because he's Why, right. He's Questlove. And right. We got to do a roots album one of these days, man. I tell Absolutely. You They've been around forever and they don't get a lot of love except they people see him as Fallon's backing band, but holy shit, are those guys talented? Mm-hmm. So there's no singles to this one. They didn't put a single out because no. obviously a lot of the tracks are already singles. Right. What's let's go with you, Brian. I've been talking yep. for a minute. So what yep. is first you've heard of Jay-Z, obviously. Oh yeah. Talked about Jay-Z before. Absolutely. Now you dabbled in a little bit of hip hop when you were at children's. A little bit. A little bit. Were you familiar with Jay-Z in 2001 when this came out? 
Uh, I mean, did you watch MTV at all? I did not enough to care, but yes, you're more you were more in the pop in the pop scene of like NCTRL right. stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 But like I, pop, but of course, stuff. like I would pay attention to it. And as I got older, into like you know eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever, when mm-hmm. I I was paying more attention to that. So, but this this was a little bit too early yet for me to be fully like engulfed in the MTV world. So except for like watching like next or whatever other bullshit, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Also, I think that was the first swear for this entire episode so far. I said shit earlier, but yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. No, we haven't. I don't don't think we've gotten too big into the big ones. No, we're good. We're good. We'll get there. I'm sure. I'll, yeah, I'll have to weed myself into it. I come, I come out of like two straight podcasts of not doing it, and then I have yeah. to like you. And I'm not drinking you today. Can... I'm drinking iced tea. Right, for sure. All right, so we're going with so favorite. What was your favorite track, dude? Bum, 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 bum. I picked Big Pimpin'. Um, so not a this, bad one. This concert was unplugged. However, this track was really well done in that setting. Um, you can definitely tell that it was pulled back and unplugged. Uh, but the energy that was originally going on with this track was still coming in, in in this variation. So for me, Big Pimpin' was my favorite. So nice, yeah. And at least I knew the song. Like I knew the song in my head too. Before I was like Big Pimpin', like I actually know that one. So I was like, boom, boom, boom. Anyway, yeah, you knew that. You knew to go for that. So it was nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Roll out. Anyway, so <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. For sure. You're not wrong. Right. It's so an amazing about, track too. Yeah. What about you, buddy? I picked one that I didn't know. Um, I knew a lot of his stuff. Um, I I dabbled in more hip hop than you did going to the school I went to and the, the culture I kind of grew up with. Going into hip hop more, I I liked all music, but this is like this is junior year for me. Um, actually, this was senior year for me when this came out. Um, of high school, so. I was getting into the into the stuff here more, but um, yep. I picked "Heart of the City," "Ain't No Love." Okay. Yeah, there's so many tracks on this album that can spark a favorite, but this one to me was different. Mm-hmm. Jay drops his bars and handles his business exactly how you would expect, but Jaguar Wright, the female soul singer that absolutely slays the chorus on this, is a whole mother level. The track is elevated by the roots, but she takes this track over at the end, and it's epic. It's so awesome that Jay actually even recognizes this live and says that she is in her element and has her do the chorus again. He actually right. says to her, no, 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 do that again. Do that again. Yeah. And she just, then she just lets freaking loose mm-hmm. and it, it gives you goosebumps because it, there's so much passion oh, that's for there. Sure. For and sure. I feel like this in the, in New York city, two months after the towers fell, in this track and it's just like yep mm-hmm. like not not that I want anything bad to happen but how the hell do we get back there right like as a culture as a society as a people like is it going to take something that catastrophic for us to get back to a point where we just like each other again right we're like we, we come together as a people mm-hmm. and say Cut the bullshit. We're just people. Right. When when is that gonna happen? 
I, I honestly, I really want to know. I don't, I don't think it ever will again, personally. I don't think so either. As the, as you, as you questioned me, the, the zenial as I am, I've, I've grown up and lived through a lot of stupid presidents, a lot mm-hmm. of dumb laws, a lot of really old white guys in Congress saying really dumb things constantly. Yeah. But the viciousness that we feel as a society right now, if, if you're not with me, you're against me. You can't disagree. And if you do, you're terrible. Yep. It needs to end. Absolutely. And I don't I don't know how it happens, but I'm <clears throat> like my heart hurts for people in our nation. We're so connected that we're so separated. We have so much connecting us, but we have just as much, if not more, just pulling us apart because of the connections that we have. And it's sad, but I I listened to this track probably a good five or six times because I, I want that level of passion to come back. And personally, I'm probably part of the problem. I'm always quick to d- debate and push and like push a boundary and push a, a spectrum. I'm not going to tell somebody they're stupid over their views or I'm not going to drag somebody down because of how they feel or what they talk about. It's if you're not willing to have that that conversation back and forth is what I'm going to give you shit. Right. Because I feel like we lost the, the, ability, the ability to debate in our country. And I don't know how we get it back. So right. I went sad. That's what I do. So nope. it's time for us to like play it. our first game, correct? It is time to play our first game. This is a hip hop album. And I told you for the next couple of hip hop albums, I do the Shatner's Poetry Slam because mm-hmm. somebody just gets a little bit weirded out and they gotta say the word the black words. Well, I don't I just you whatever. Anyway. <laughs> it I makes you no very comeback. uncomfortable. I love it. But yeah, um, I got no comeback. So uh I will say it is time for us to play your game, Brian. It's what we plan. Uh I don't know. Uh, we are playing the uh, the uh, um, uh, the unwang. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Unplug your wang. Let's go. Wang. Let's play wang. Let's play wang. What association name game? Wang. What association name game? Wang. All right, Steve. So we are back. It's time for the Word Association name game. If you guys are new to the Word Association name game and the Notes from Notes podcast, hello. Hi. Uh, I have taken two tracks from this album, and I am going to phrase associate slash word associate. And Steve has to look at the track list from this album and figure out what actual track I am talking about based on my clue. So, Steve, here's your first one. An Immortal Spartan. An Immortal Spartan? Really? I teed this one up. An immortal Spartan? An Izzo. Immor- yes, Izzo. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I know it's a Michigan State reference. I knew it was a Michigan okay. State reference. Okay. And I had no joke for it. I was okay. trying to figure it out, but then I was like, wait a second. It's, I wasn't looking up at the first first track. I was, okay. I was hoping you weren't picking the last track is what I'm going for here. For sure. For sure. So, all right, Steve, here's the next one. Uh, Day of Soft Taps. Day of Soft Taps? Mm-hmm. Can I get a? Nope. Day of soft taps. 
Day of Soft Taps. Song Cry? Nope. I Just Want to Love You? Nope. Give you one more. Day of Soft Taps. Ain't no? Nope. So, Day of Soft Taps is Hard Knock Life. Oh, damn it. That makes sense. Yeah. Of course it makes sense. It's the hard knock life. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Steve, let's get into those least favorite tracks. Start us off. What do you got? Girls, girls, girls. Same. Okay, let's let's spitball this together here. Yep. So I liked that track. It's not bad. It's my least, though, because of the repetitiveness of the chorus. Okay. I love girls, 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 girls. The verses themselves aren't bad. A little misogynistic. Floats the line of racism just a touch. Mm-hmm. Um, also looks back, but that that does look back at things 22 years later. So you kind of get the little bit of the take back right. there for me. Right. I do like the female vocalist that backs up the track. and But this one is normally a skip track for me anyway, when it Jay-Z regardless. I'm not just sure. not a big fan of the track. Sure. Um, what about what was your least on it? I just think that its placement on the album just wasn't there. Um, I think coming, yeah, I think, I mean, just looking at where it is, it's the third technical track on this unplugged album. Um, of all the tracks of this show, I just felt like this song, especially coming after Takeover, took a drastic turn for the slow and monotonous really quickly. Um, it would have been nice to have the show be um, more of an up and down flow, but they went from instead of zero to 60, they went from 60 to zero real quick, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming out of, out of that, you go into Jigga what Jigga who, and then big pimpin. It just makes, it just then shadows girls, girls, girls. And then heart of the city. And then, and then it goes, Back up with can I get a hard knock life and ain't no right. It's just so yeah, I, I feel you. It's a weird, weird, it's a weird dichotomy how it's how it's mixed in there. I think maybe if it would have gone after hard knock life, yeah, bring it back just that, a little bit. Yeah. Because you could run the take you could run takeover and jigawad jigga who you could run that because that's gonna kind of build a little bit. Jigawad right. jigga who builds a little bit more. It does for sure. Or girls just kind of goes like boom. Right. Yep. Again, the track's not bad. It's just it's <laughs> it's the Me Too movement twenty two years later. Yeah. Just saying. So sure. it is time. It is time for us to play our second game, Brandon. It, it is, Steve. And what are we playing? And we are going to play Can't Knock the Hustle Chat. There's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. This is Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. All right, guys. If you're not familiar with the Shatner's Poetry Slam, what's going to happen here is I'm going to read off two songs here. And I'm going to read them off in a very mono way, just kind of doing my thing with a... with just kind of how these songs go. I'm not going to do any sort of inflection. I'm not going to rap them. I'm not going to not going to sing them in any way. I'm seriously just going to give what I believe the best, kind of my best go at it. Now, 
I did pick two, and I've got them both pulled up now. I just had to get there. I have to figure out how I want to start this one. Yep, Go for I can it. do there. Okay. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know. It ain't where I've been, but where I'm about to go. Now, I just want to love you, but be who I am. And with all this cash, you'll forget your man. Is it I just want to love you? It is. Nice. All right. You said, the, like he's... You, you said the track title. I was like, would it yeah. really be that obvious? I was like, yeah, okay. it would be. That's the Pharrell one. So I had to go with that one. Yeah. First. All right. I'm going to start off on the verse of this one because I can't do the chorus because you'll get it quick. Okay. All right, here. You know, I thug them, fuck them, love them, <laughs> and leave them because I don't fucking need them. <laughs> Take them out the hood. Keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed them. First time they fussing, I'm breezing. Talking about what's the reason. I'm a pimp in every sense of the word, bitch. Better trust and believe them. In the cut where I keep them. Till I need a nut. Till I need to beat the guts. Then it's beep, beep. And I'm picking them up. Can't knock the hustle. Nope. Let them play with the dick in the trunk. Many chicks just want to put Jigga fist in cuffs, divorce him, and split can, his bucks. Can I get a? Mm-mm. Just because you got good head, I'm a break bread. So can it be? Can, so you can be living it up. Shit, I got parts with nothing. Y'all be frontin'. Is that Jigga that? Nope. Oh, nope. It's not that one. I, th- I thought for I thought you would have gone that one and do Brandon don't go that one for the worst nope. association. No, 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 no. We're picking that one. I got finish this thing here. I think you might get it. Me give my heart to a woman, not for nothing. Never happen. I'll be forever macking. Heart cold as assassins, and I got no passion. I got no patience, and I hate waiting. So ho, get your ass in and let's ride. Really? Well, we not. doing song title spend cheese oh big pimpin yep i read oh like half that song uh, <laughs> i'd have got it with the first fucking line that i read yeah i didn't i was actually pretty happy with going through the whole thing and there's not a word i can't say in here i know you did really well <laughs> nice actually though there is it gets way down at the very end Right. One of the last verses. Yeah. I can't. Okay, there we go. But I was good yeah. all the way up to that chorus part. Good job. Look at that. There you go. I mean, yay. So that has been Shatner's Poetry Slam. Yes. I wanted to go very Shakespearean on that last one. I just couldn't pull it. I couldn't do it straight-faced. Yeah. But so good. we got Big Pimpin' and I Just Want to Love You. So I'm going to start off with my favorite or my, my deep cut. Okay. Um, because good. I picked I Just Want to Love You. Because okay. I am a sucker for a Neptune's track. Kids. Sorry, we were talking to kids last week, but kids, if you're listening, why? But hello. Hello. The Neptunes were product are a production duo of Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, and they are awesome. Uh NERD, no one ever really dies, 
is an underrated hip hop group, hip hop, mm-hmm. pop rock, rap, punk group. Mm-hmm. I love the fun that this track gives off in Jay's break about four minutes in to let Quest Love intro the roots while he takes a quick break. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And I love they kept that in the recording. Oh, for sure. I'm glad that they left that in. And it's it's one of my favorite Jay-Z tracks, but the live recording just makes it even better because he's just like, I need a break. Quest, you got this. I'll be right, right back. Right. <laughs> like he just takes off to the side stage and just goes get a drink and comes back. But I, I love that. So I Just Want to Love You was my deep cut track. I, I love it. it. Makes me laugh every single time. So Brandon, what was your uh, what was your deep cut? I picked Hard Knock Life as my deep cut. Did you? Um, I don't think I've heard this version of the song before, like this version of it. Uh, but I'm totally here for it. Um <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> I put instead of here H E R E, I put I was totally H E A R. For that's, that's funny for sure. Um, I love that he took the main theme of this song and then added his own verses. Uh, in the scope of the MTV Unplugged concert, uh, it was only about a minute uh, snip among a three-minute uh, collage medley of tracks. Um, yeah, and this was sandwiched kind of right in the middle. Um. Really fun track uh, to listen to for sure. So that one for me, Hard Knock Life, uh, was my deep cut. So, Steve, let's get into our final thoughts. Um, I will start us off. Okay. This is our second Unplugged album uh, mm-hmm. this year that we've done. Yep. Uh, and much better than the Allison Chains we did earlier this year. Uh, I agree. Jay-Z knows how to manage a room. Uh, and really had this crowd in the palm of his hand the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a really fun listen um, where where I was able to to or where he were was able to pull out uh, his classics at that time and just go for it in a very different setting that wouldn't normally happen for a rapper. Um, uh, I really liked this one a lot, and we'll definitely listen to more. Um, of the original stuff from Jay-Z, I think. I think I'm just going to start listening to more Jay-Z. So um, I haven't honestly listened to, to uh, too much of him from over the years, uh, but this kind of really helps, I think, open that door, I think. Uh, so for me, I'm actually going to give this one a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So for me, Jay-Z is a musical icon. Yeah, I can't yeah. debate that. Um, it's been the conversation of best of all time. It's been a driving force of hip hop for nearly the better part of 30 years. And he's been around for 40, you know? Right. Oh, for sure. But the better part of 30 years, he's been a driving force to kind of come up that East side. Um, when the East side, West side feed was kind of going on the same time, he was also feuding with B.I.G. with, with Norris B.I.G. and, and Diddy time as well. They, they weren't fans. They weren't fans of each other Mm -hmm. at all. Um, so there's a whole lot of backstory when you go into like the hip hop wars of the nineties Yeah, to hear like of like the West coast, a lot of the West coast being kind of grouped together and being together Yeah, and the East coast were different, the whole different style, but they also were doing a lot of infighting with each other. Then you got the boys down South who just couldn't give a shit. Right. For um, sure. but the real star of this album for me is the roots Okay. Um, the group who currently backs up whatever Fallon is doing, they're whatever Jimmy Jimmy wants to put them on any TV show, they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, he does the Tonight Show and the 
what's the name of that tune song? Uh, show he's that's right my now? that's my jam. That's my jam. That one. Yep. He says that right now. It's full of amazing musicians, and it really they need to be recognized for what they are. They they are amazing. They're amazing on their own, but just what they're able to do mm-hmm. night in, night out on TV, but even in this album, they made this album work. Mm-hmm. To recreate hip hop beats without traditional without using traditional hip hop methods of a board and like just creating the electronic sound and doing it with normal traditional instruments is incredibly hard. And they are probably the best at doing it per se. Yeah. Um, I love that MTV included hip hop artists in the unplugged series. There's a couple of them actually, mm-hmm. because they're just as talented as other musicians and their songwriting is sometimes better. Because they have to get in so much more because their songs are so much faster. So they have to be right on the top. And a lot of these artists grew up, especially like Jay-Z, in the battle scene where it's on the top of your head constantly, always putting things together. And the Mm -hmm. amount of lyrical content that comes out of these people's mouths, it's just it's astounding how it works. Um, It would be fun to see if Jay can still bring this kind of energy to the stage now. Or if he's just a businessman and a dad now and like sure. hopefully not cheating on Beyonce anymore, but he still does. Right. <laughs> he's going to die. But um, I, right. for that alone, like I liked Jay-Z in the early 2000s. I, I really did dig his stuff, Um, getting more into his albums as they came out. Um, volume 3, Blueprint Volume 3 is amazing. It's a good album. Yeah. Um, That's one of the ones I would say check out. Um, Volume 2 is where like Hard Knock Life and things are on, but uh, Volume 3 is, is even better. Um. It's it's he, he peaked in the early 2000s musically and then rode that wave kind of like Dr. Dre peaked musically in like the 90s mm-hmm. and then rode the producer wave throughout and then had some things dabble in here and there, yeah, but sure. became that businessman. And I really wonder if old man Jay-Z can still get on stage and do this. Maybe. So, and I, I just wonder if he can do it still. You've got rappers out there that can still do it that are in their 50s that are still going after it. Right. And I'm I'm just wondering if he can. I I don't from what I see, I don't I have a I have doubts. Right. But for the album itself, um, I do agree with you. He can command a room much better than Allison Chains did. Um, I felt like the the editing of his talking with the crowd could have been cut back a little bit. And it was just nitpicky stuff for me. So I gave it a six and a half out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Not, not bad. Not bad uh, but I mean, it was enjoyable. All the for way sure. Through. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that being said, it was, I mean, it's, that's a 14 out of 20. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. So guys, that was Jay-Z's um, MTV unplugged album concert thing. Uh, all of it. So yeah, absolutely. So if you haven't found us already, guys, Steve is going to tell you where you can find us. Yes, you can find us pretty much everywhere. We're very huge now. Not really, but we want to be. We're huge. We're huge. Uh, So we are on Facebook, Instagram, and we are on Twitter. We just don't post on there very much, Brandon, because why? Well, it's hard to say to screw Elon Musk because he's not even the CEO anymore. He still is briefly. Okay, briefly. Like 60 more days. Screw you, Elon Musk. Hopefully the new CEO is better and make some changes and we come back right? and ratchet up because TikTok's probably going away. Um, yeah. eh, we yeah, got bigger yeah. things to handle. Let's pass a budget first. Right. Um, <laughs> that's actually coming up. Hopefully happened before today. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. God, I hope that happened already. 
please, please tell <laughs> me I'm wrong. Otherwise, we're real screwed. Yeah, my job's probably still good, but who? Um, yeah. But that being said, you can find us on all major podcasting platforms, which we may be doing for a real real time job now for a while. Um, yeah. support us, help us, help. You don't even gotta do buy anything. Just click. Um, there's a subscribe button on YouTube. We're not sure where it is somewhere around here somewhere in this around general somewhere. vicinity. Yeah, click it. Click subscribe. Help us out. I'm gonna start Absolutely. leading off videos with that because you fuckers don't listen to these whole things all the way straight through. Right. Um, I've learned that. Um, so I'm gonna start leading off with click the subscribe button. That's why they do it on YouTube. I figured that out now. Look at mm-hmm. me. Um, go. before you hate me. Yes, I'm talking about you. Um, so it's okay. Anywhere you can find us on all of those platforms, everything else, leave a comment, drop a subscription, like, rating, whatever they do. Give us some yeah. kudos. And then the last thing you can do for us, guys, before you leave, because this guy's crazy and we'll stop yelling at you, share us with a friend. Mm-hmm. Share us with one friend and say, hey, I liked this podcast. I liked this artist that they did. Maybe it's not today's. Maybe it was Bluey. Cool. Share Bluey. I like Bluey. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was something else. Maybe right. it was Luke Bryan and you really, really, really liked my least favorite Luke Bryan. Note to self, if you haven't seen that yet, go back and check out that episode. It's good. Yeah. Just the least favorite person of mine. You'll enjoy it. Maybe. Or you'll hate there me more. Go. But subscribe first. Either way. And then do that. Yeah. Um, that being said, we are trying to grow. We are growing slowly but surely everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. We're hitting big numbers a lot of places. And that's only because of you and the fans that we have. And we're trying to do this thing bigger and better every single week we put it out. And that's just going to mean we need more help. So yep. that's how you can help us. And it's free. We like free. It is free. Brandon, do you got anything else for the kids? Nope. What is today's date? I don't know, Steve. Is it June? I'm checking right now. It's June. It is. Ah, June. It's not. It's May 31st. It is May. It is the last day of May. Holy Please, fuck. God, let's pass the budget by now. I um, technically, got a couple, technically, they got a couple more days, but oh, it's not. It's, it's getting dicey. Yeah. Last thing, on June 9th, coming up in just about a week-ish, yes. Yes. we are going to be hosting a day-long festival in Wayland, Michigan called Wayland Summerfest. There's going to be music, kids' games, activities, all kinds of fun things for kids to do and parents to do. There's going to be a craft show. There's a firefighter's, like, water hose, like, Tug of war thing. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I watched it last year. So it's a lot of time. You a little wet? It's kind of cool. You can step to the side though and watch it just shoot this like metal ball back and forth with the fire hoses. You wouldn't think it'd be fun to watch, but it actually is. Yeah. There's gonna be all kinds of fun things going on. Circus performers, fire eaters, jugglers, you name it. It's gonna be a party from seven o'clock in the morning, starting off with a pancake breakfast, to like 10 o'clock at night with the last band playing. Bars are gonna have stuff. And I will tell you guys, one of the coolest things about downtown Wayland is there's a lot of bars and restaurants. We're getting better at those. But you can drink in like a four-block radius all around the city outside. You can walk around downtown, go to the shops, and have a drink in your hand, and you won't get in trouble. So if you want to partake and have a couple of beverages, you can do that in Wayland. June 10th is Summerfest, the day festival that Brandon and I will be a part of. But on the 9th, they do have a concert in the park, in, in Wayland City Park. And on the 10th, they're going to do a church service on uh, New Life Church is doing a church service on uh, Sunday, June 10th or June 11th. That'll be there. So 
the whole weekend they're doing events, crazy stuff for Wayland Summerfest. Keep on the podcast, keep on our Facebook and Instagram pages because we're going to be doing more stuff with Wayland throughout the course of the summer into the fall. We've got an event book with them at least once a month for the next couple of months, guys. Yep. We're getting out, we're doing more local in-person things. It's almost like we're back to normal. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.